fellow travelers. I'm your host once again, Chuck Lewis. Again, thank you for listening. Welcome to episode three. I am very excited about this episode. It is the third one and three being a meaningful number. If any of you know what the angel numbers, three is very special. Today we have three people on the pod, my first two guests. Today I would like to introduce my brother Stuart. Stuart, go ahead and introduce yourself to the fellow travelers. Hey, how y'all doing? Stuart, thank you for having me. Chuck Lewis. All right. Next, I got my brother from another mother, Mr. Reese. Go ahead, Reese. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Hey, much love, brother. Much love. Oh, yeah, man. You know it's all good when I get to talk to my brother on the phone. Yes, sir. Uh, the reason this uh, episode is special to me is because it's the third episode. And like I said, today, what we're going to talk about really means a lot to me. Three being a number that we have used, we have today our co-host, three men on here, three black men, three combat veterans, three Marine Corps veterans. And in the Marine Corps, the number three means a lot because that's how we uh, operate in threes. As I just said, both were from the Marine Corps. Stuart, go ahead and tell uh, tell the fellow travelers why you joined the Marine Corps. Well, I think, uh, I think I had a lot of influences, you know. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but we were really young. Uh, we used to go down to uh, our dad's house in the summertime. All he had was uh, westerns and war movies. And uh, we watched Heartbreak Ridge. And I wanted to be a jarhead after I saw that movie. I had told her rock and roller. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted to be Danny Highway. Like, you know? And um, so that kind of stuck with me. And I remember walking outside and I told that, I was like, when I grew up, I want to be a jarhead. He looked at me. He was like, you don't know what the fuck a jarhead is. And I was only like 10, you know? And, uh, then, you know, you joined the Marine Corps and, um, you know, graduating high school and things like that. You're like, yeah, you know, Cartersville, Georgia is probably not like the best place to be. So, you know, you joined the Marine Corps, you know, um, it was a great decision. You know, you learned a lot of things. But, you know, it, um, it's kind of all those kind of influences that play the part of it. Right. I can understand. Yeah. I definitely remember watching Heartbreak Ridge, you know, uh, you know, wanted to be Ricky Recon and all that, you know. Uh, <laughs> Reese, hey, what was your uh, purpose in joining the Marine Corps? Why did you want to join? What influenced you? Well, I think there was a lot of influences for me personally. Uh, growing up where I grew up, you know, there weren't a lot of options. So I saw the military as a means to an end. So I didn't end up in the same path, either in jail or dead. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I chose the Marine Corps because, hey, man, you got to you gotta beat the best to be the best. And I wanted to fucking be the hardest motherfucker on the block. So uh, the Navy, they didn't uh, intrigue me. The Army, I thought everybody could join the Army. And I figured the Marine Corps, the few, the few are proud, man. I want to be one of those few proud motherfuckers. So that's why I joined the Marines. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Hey, for me... Uh... Actually, when I was thinking about joining the armed forces, uh, I went to the Air Force recruiter first. But on my uh, 18th birthday, I got a, a cross tattooed on my arm. And I had a guy recruiter. And he's like, hey, the Air Force right now is not letting uh, people join the, uh, the Air Force with tattoos if the uh, tattoo is bigger than the recruiter's hand. And this recruiter, even though he was a guy, I swear he had the smallest fucking hands that I've ever seen because his hand didn't even cover my tattoo 
So he gave my paperwork to the Marine Corps recruiter. Uh, recruiter. So that's how I uh, jumped into all that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it worked out for me. Hey, I, I, I don't regret the decision at all. You know. Yeah. And speaking of regrets, Absolutely. you know, all of us have uh, all three of us have been in the Marine Corps and transitioned into civilian life. Stuart, uh, Reese, what has been some of your, uh, like your uh, travels with that, you know, that you, we can share with the listeners that, you know, have been good or bad? Well, um, I think for me, it was just uh, find, finding another purpose after, after the military. You know, nothing felt right. I didn't have a, a sense of direction uh, for myself. And I think, um, after I had kids, you know, I started realizing I could create my own sense of purpose and my own direction. There wasn't no timetable or guidelines that I needed to follow. So that in and of itself was a learning process and it was good and bad in both shoes. Uh, the negative side was, you know, uh, self-pity was a big thing cause I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Uh, but getting over that, figuring out what the next right thing is for me and keep moving. Right. So did you, and with that, did you, did you reach out for help or was it like a self-taught thing or did you just like, you know, kind of like just like turning your own mud and then get yourself out the mud? I mean, a lot of it was just self-isolation and trying to process it and go through the motions myself. Uh, you know, as men, as veterans, as combat veterans, especially, we have a hard time reaching out for help. So uh, that's just kind of the mindset that I went with. And uh, once I was able to find something to grab a hold to and pull myself up out the muck, you know, I kept moving. I, I try not to let myself fall back down that, that rut again. Um, and uh, I look for the positive. You know, I've had to change my perspective on things and use my, my experience in and out of the military to move in the right direction. Right, right. I, I can definitely relate to that. How about you, Stuart? I think the number one thing is you have to have a plan. And... Um, and not only you have a plan, you have to be willing to execute the plan, like get up every single day and move towards that end goal. I know for me personally, when I was in the Marine Corps, I um, I used to tell everybody, like, when I when I got out of the Marine Corps, like, like I'm, I'm going to college, I'll be rich. You know, everybody's like, ah, oh, you know, when you're in the field or wherever. Right. And, like, that was my plan. Like, when I got out of college, it was like, when I got out of the Marine Corps, it was like, find a way to get in college like and, and i said i stuck to that and i think that that level of transitioning kind of like really helped me on top of the fact i um my father who's a vietnam vet it's he also helped like with that transition sitting around and talking to him and like you know understanding like the world and how you should move in it and you know the things that you can do to be successful and you don't have to like do all these other things it's not like a, everything's going to like you've done in one day kind of situation, you know, you can take your time and do what you need to do. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I definitely can uh, also relate to that in my travels. Uh, when I first got out in the Marine Corps, I mean, as you both know, you know, I just, uh, you know, had uh, my heart valve replaced, uh, you know, had a new son and everything. Didn't know what I was going to do either. Uh, me and myself, I uh, experienced depression. I'm sure both of you did. But like we said, oh, yeah. yeah, like we said, we both had to, uh, all three of us had to, uh, you know, dig ourselves up and do it. But the question is, 
if you would have had more of a support system of more of like, you know, just people just reaching out. Cause like we all three said, all three of us were going through similar things. If all three of us would, you know, maybe reached out to one another or said, Hey, how you truly doing brother? What can we do to help? You think that would have, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like made things easier. I got to think about it from my perspective and the mindset that I was in at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have been receptive to other people's help because I was still trying to figure out how to process it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd be nice to to have a group of guys or or brothers that we served with and we're constantly checking in on each other. That's great because I have that now. I have brothers like you and, and other brothers that I can reach out to for support when I'm having a tough time. But then when we were younger, didn't really know how to accept that help. More like, I gotta be a man and stand on my own too, is the kind of mindset that I had back then. Right, right. What about you, Stuart? Yeah, I'll probably, probably piggyback off what Reese is saying. I think when I, um, and I think I still have this problem now, I have a hard time like accepting people's like advice, like, or, or help or anything. Like, and that's just me personally, so on top of, everything else like probably not like and I think and I think that it also has to do with like the um like the culture of being in the Marine Corps, you know. I mean how many times were you hurt and you didn't go to see Doc, you know, I right. mean so Yeah. I mean, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. You go see Doc, you know, if you're a team leader or squad leader, you come back, your position's gone. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they look less they look on they look less I'm sorry, they look down on you for going to get medical treatment. That's the idea of it. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> right, right. So do you think that in the suck it up, buttercup, like, mindset, when transitioning to civilian life, that, like, institutionalized uh, us, you know, like, you know, kind of how, like, prisoners get out of prison where they're told what to do, when to eat, and everything, so that you don't want to reach out for help, even even though if you know it's there? completely agree with what you're saying because i mean i mean both of you know me i always got a fucking smile on my face but both of you know yeah you do yeah but both of you know i'm always going through some shit too you know yeah 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 Yeah, and i I feel i feel i felt a a way about accepting help from other people too because you know i've had to look at it in a different way people can help you even if they don't haven't been through what you've been through you know you know if they're not like if it's coming from the heart you know, I've had to learn to accept that. And I think that a lot of us, you know, we don't do that because, you know, we really didn't have no heart while we were in the Marine Corps. It was just like, you know, do or die, you know? Yeah, that was another thing. I think we had to, I think we all had to teach ourselves is how to handle our emotions. 
because in the Marine Corps, it's it's you happy or you're fucking pissed. There's no there's no other emotions allowed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. That's all there is. Yeah. And now getting out, having to learn how to manage and, and express those things in healthy ways, especially with kids around. You know, that's another thing that we just have to learn how to do as men. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely because. Uh... I mean, Reese, me and you both, we have uh, we have children. So, yeah, I've had to learn how to rework my words uh, a little bit, not to be so much aggressive. You know, uh, Stuart is yet to have, you know, his children still waiting on a niece and nephew, Stuart. <laughs> hey, he's practicing, man. He's practicing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuart's enjoying life. He's he's enjoying life, man. <laughs> Keep on enjoying it, brother. Keep on enjoying I'm it. I'm going to pull a Howard Rose. <laughs> hey, hey, you better not have it. Yeah. Hey, don't do that shit. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. No way. No way. Hey, so uh, no, but, but I, I, I also agree with that though. Just in like simple communication, because people always like. I remember when I was a server when I was in, uh, when I was in college, and people always tell me like I talk aggressive. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and I understand that like. You just talking to someone, people read, like in regular civilian life, like read it differently. So you have to learn how to like essentially communicate in like real life, even though you've been communicating a certain way for the last four, eight, twelve years you were in. Yeah. You know, I gotta piggyback off of what you just said there because that's another thing that I had to teach myself how to do is just be come across as non threatening. You know, body language and the tonage of my words and how I'm communicating to civilians, customers, employees, coworkers, whatever. It took me a couple of years. I'm like, man, why does everybody think I'm so bad all the time? This is just how I fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that too. I know all three of us have because, uh, you know, you know me, every other word I say is a fucking cuss word unless I'm on a fucking interview. <laughs> You know, right? <laughs> you know, even if I, you know, I'm on a date or something, I'm like, you want another fucking drink? You know, why you sound so mad? No, I just asked you if you want a fucking drink or not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man, I can see you doing that, brother. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like you scare them off. They're like, oh, this motherfucker about to beat my ass or something. I'm like, no, 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 I'm cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, so that... I had a great time. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that transition is is very hard, right? We we all three can agree for that. Oh yeah, it was definitely a difficult period. Yeah. 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 So and and dealing with that, uh, you know, that transition, uh, Stuart, what's been some of your like highs and lows, or you can start with the lows and go with the highs, end it on a good note, you know? I don't know. I think that um, I, I guess I don't really see it as like highs and lows personally. Okay. I see it as like what's happening, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I just think like you know it's like you know good and bad stuff's gonna happen to you, so you kind of have to grow every day. You know, you have to build on it. You know, when you learn something about yourself, you know, you can't just like oh I learned this about me and it still behave a certain way. You know, right? I mean, that's that's kind of how I how I look at it. Like, I mean, I, I can I for instance like. um I don't know if you remember this, but like right when I got back from Iraq, like uh, you came and picked me up like two or three days later. Cause I think it was like Memorial Day or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a '96. I remember. Yeah. And you know, I drew, I, 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 drew, I drove your uh, your car for like 30 minutes on the trip, and then I was like, pull over. I can't drive anymore. And he was like, What the hell is wrong with you? You know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, and in the moment, you know, it was just like, wow, it was just so overwhelming that cars were driving this fast, considering you were just like, you know, beings that weren't going over like 40 miles an hour, you know? And so that kind of tripped me out. But in the reality of like thinking about all that, you're like, okay, like stop tripping, dude. Like I understand that like that just happened, but but in, in, in the in the in the reality, you're in North Carolina right now. Like, like, like chill out. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like how I treat. Like I'm not like pushing my emotions away or anything. It's just more of like the like I get how you're feeling, but but like this is the reality of what's actually happening. So I think that's helped me a lot. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, a, that's a very good perspective to have, man. It, it helps you protect yourself and really identify what's what's going on and not putting your emotional attachment based on um, factual information. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, shit, I, I do remember that. Hey, I came down there. I was tired because I, I think I went out. Actually, I think I went out the night before I came to uh, pick your ass up and you was talking about you couldn't drive more than 20 minutes or whatever. You know, I was like, what the fuck, man? We got a long ass drive to Georgia. Because <laughs> I know you ain't go out because you just had your debriefing. I know y'all didn't go out. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. That was proud of you, man, when you came back. I was like, look at my brother, man. <laughs> you know. Hey, Reese, how about you, man? So highs and lows? Um, I've definitely had some lows and I've had some highs, but I don't really want to go into detail on it either. Yeah, you I don't think, have to. You know, in in retrospect, it, it's like it's like Stuart said, man. It's life, you know. And uh, if if you if you keep that in the forefront, you're gonna have your highs, you're gonna have your lows. And when my lows get low, now I know I gotta reach out and talk to somebody or go be in the woods for a little while and kill some shit. Uh, kill animals, eyes, right? Man, I, I, Yes, yes, yes. Kill animals, <laughs> you know, not kill people. <laughs> Fucking love. Oh shit. Um, but when I'm riding that highway, man, I just I enjoy it. I enjoy it for what it is. Um, and I know that hey, maybe this won't last forever, but I'm gonna enjoy this right now. Right. Yeah. I definitely ag- agree with uh, the both of you. Um, I've had my highs and lows too. I mean, I'm on my high right now. I mean, I'm doing great things. Uh, 2021 is been a hard year for me, but it's ending as a good year, you know, as we all see, you know, as we're all three uh, combat veterans, uh, you may start in the mud, but then you get out and you just keep going, you know, and uh, I think it's good now that I'm recognizing that if I can start to heal myself and, uh, you know, just just reach out and talk to people, you know, uh, well, right. talk to our brothers, we can all help each other, you know, because I don't know how, uh, how prevalent you guys are, are on social media. But I hate scrolling through, uh, you know, Facebook or Instagram, and it's like, hey, rest in peace. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? You know, even though you have that person's numbers, like, you didn't, you know, you never reached out to check on them. They never reached out to check on you. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, how does that hit you? Uh, I'll let Stuart go first. Um, I think we all know fellow Marines that have committed suicide. And um, I know it does it does hit you differently. Um, I know personally, I'm only really close to probably about three guys I actually served with from like my unit, but I like know like a lot of other guys. And I know during the pandemic, like one of the guys I'm not gonna say his name or anything, but he was like um, I would say like like semi like military celebrity kind of guy, like did like uh, like those speeches, those um, confidence speeches. I forget what they're called. In front of the base, he just aid to like go around and do it. And um, 
and he committed suicide. And I was just like, wow. And then after he did that, like we literally got on like a Zoom call. It was like 60 of us, like, and we were all just trying to like do that. It seemed like a decade. And, and then we left from there and we all haven't talked to each other since then. So I don't know how it all really works out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say it definitely sucks. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know. That's like how, I don't know if it doesn't feel right for people or if it just makes it feel awkward or if you're just second guessing or if you feel like you're bothering people. I don't know. Right. I think the hesitation that we all feel nowadays, uh, uh, it's, it's got to be something new. Um, maybe not something new, but it's definitely a lot more prevalent in our generation to be a little bit hesitant to reach out and check on your brothers because we always keep it in the forefront of our mind that everybody's going through some shit and you don't want to be a burden or you don't want to bother them or whatever. Yes. But I feel like sometimes we have to bother them just to check in on them and reach out and say, hey, man, you good? Right. You, I, yeah, you, want I, to just, you want to smoke a cigar and drink some whiskey and hang out? What are we doing? Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. That definitely helps, man. Uh, you know, like this last year, me and you, Reese, we, we've been, uh, you know, communicating oh, yeah. more. I've been communicating more with a lot of other, uh, people, you know, we've been with, I'm not going to drop any names, but you know, if they're listening, they know who they are, you know, trying to do things, you know, but, uh, yeah, definitely reaching out. And like you said, uh, uh, basically like, you know, not feeling like a burden, but Hey, sometimes, Hey, look, man, Hey, just, Hey, call, say, Hey, what's wrong with you, man? You know? And then, if we yeah. can help, we can help. If not, we can put you in contact. You know, I know I know a guy who's helped me with a Marine that I had that was, uh, you know, asking for stuff. And I'm just like, hey, man, I need some help for this dude. You know, I'm in 10 different states from him. I can't really, you know, keep talking on the phone with him, you know. So, right. yeah. So, we, yeah, us as men, yeah, we got to change that mindset. Hey, man, there's help out there for us. And it sucks for us veterans, you know, that – are struggling and we're struggling also as we all have three said you know but nobody's you know reaching out for help or saying nothing because like you know you know Stuart, you know when we you know, get together it's nothing but you know good times you know it's nothing like hey man hey you all right what you going through let me know you know it's all like you know have a good time you know so we need to uh, break I ourselves think, i think your, your your platform and your awareness and your perspective is definitely going to help open those gates up open those doors up you know what I mean? Because especially between you and I this past year, we both had our separate things, but we were able to talk to each other and, you know, get advice or just get some brotherly love and, and just have a, have a, have somebody to listen to us, you know, because that's the biggest thing. You want to feel heard uh, when you're when you're hurting, you know? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And uh, we, we like I said uh, in a prior podcast, shout out to Uplifting James. You know, we as men need to retrain our mind. You know, sometimes, you know, people just want to talk to us, not just women, you know, just, even men, we, we can't try to fix everything. Sometimes someone just needs a, a listener, you know, yep. someone to just listen to what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Hey, we're about to wrap this up real quick. Um, Stuart, you want to shout out anybody? Shout out your podcast, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Hey, yeah, my brother, right. my brother bought me the book on the business for the podcast. So if I ever get rich, I have to, you know, cut my brother in at least ten percent. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know me, I'm all about reading books and learning new stuff. 
Yes, sir. Reese, you want to uh, shout out anybody real quick before we end this? Oh, man, just the roads well travel show, brother. I'm, I'm proud of you. You're doing big things. Keep it up. Yeah, I appreciate y'all coming on. Y'all my first two guests and my special episode, the number three. And that's what it's going to be labeled as, the number three. To my fellow travelers, thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Chuck Lewis. We're available everywhere. Drop me an email at theroadwelltravelshow at gmail.com. And I'll see you next week. Peace be on to you.